Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. I'm so happy. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Somebody shout it. God is a good God. Shout it. God is a good God. We serve a good God. You see, just need to know God and you'll have a good time. Amen. Amen. I mean, things may come out, but all, all in all, when it's all put together, you, we have a good time. Amen. So let's welcome our online and television audience. And um, if you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, just stop by. We are so happy. We are happy people here. Amen. God has blessed us and we are a blessing. Amen. We have a good time. We study God's word. It's so rich. It's so powerful. And then we go out and then do it. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And today, as you hear the word of the living God, I believe it so strongly, your life will not be the same. I said your life will not be the same. This will be a day you will remember in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said your life will not be the same. In the mighty name of Jesus, from now to the end of the year, anyone that fully cooperates with God, you will see mighty things in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. You will see miracles and the hand of God in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Wow. So we are talking about all this man. We'll be looking at this subject of fruitfulness. You see, um, let's, let's turn our Bibles. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. From verse 21. So he says, God created great seas and creatures, everything that moves with which the waters are bounded according to their kind, and every winged bed according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful. And multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature. Notice this phrase again. According to its kind. Cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth. Each according to its kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and every creeping, everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, notice this, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Amen. Thank God for his word. Let everything produce after its kind. You see, God, that is God's plan and purpose for each and every one of us to be fruitful. And in our fruitfulness, we also enjoy dominion. Key issue. 
And so, you see, you always have to start from the book of beginning. You see, so many times people ask, why am I here and where am I going? What is the purpose and the plan of God for my life? What is the secret to happiness? What is the secret to living a fulfilled life? The secret is right here. Be fruitful. I said be fruitful. Amen. I'm happy and excited because I am fruitful. Because I decided to obey God. Because I decided to do the will and the plan of God. In fact, there are certain countries in the world, and even parts of this state, when I show up and I say I want a place to sleep, uh, they will gladly give me a place to sleep. To the glory of God. Amen. Because of fruitfulness. And you see, so many times, people don't have dominion or control over things. And that's what we, we seek. Control in their finances, in their health, and different areas. But in your fruitfulness, you will exercise dominion. I said in your fruitfulness, you will exercise dominion. That is God's plan and purpose for each and every one of us. That is the reason why we are here in the earth. So this morning we'll look at reasons, we'll kick it off and look at reasons why you must be fruitful. The first reason is that it is part of your destiny to fulfill the destiny and the plan of God for your life. All of us are born with seeds in us, male and female. If you don't believe it, look at the world. The population keeps increasing. <laughs> it's never going down. It's always increasing. <laughs> we are born with seeds in us. Male and female. All of us, as soon as you enter the world, you have seeds in you. It's a natural thing to be fruitful. To be fruitful means to be productive. To be fruitful means to increase. That is God's plan and that is God's purpose for each and every one of us. And so many times, again, to understand fruitfulness, you have to understand the power of a seed. The seed is very little. And so, so many times, we take it for granted when we look at a seed. And so, uh, from a spiritual standpoint, God wants us to also be fruitful. One of the greatest desires we have is to produce after our own kind, whether we realize it or not. And as we cooperate with God, we will see his hand at work in our lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A certain woman at the age of 70, she was so desperate. She really wanted to have a baby. And she took an IVF and gave birth to a, a baby. And she was so excited, so happy. That is how strong that desire is. And so from a natural standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, uh, if you are not producing, there's a problem. <laughs> there's an issue. And 
notice the seed can come can be in the form of a person one that's the first one two the seed is the preaching of the word of god jesus said so in luke chapter 8 verse 11 he calls the seed the word of god so you see one person can make a difference in a whole nation One person that is totally yielded to God can make all the difference. Hudson Taylor was a missionary to China. And he went to China and as a result of his life, many other missionaries, pastors and, and other people came into the kingdom of God. And the church in China right now is very strong. Don't take that for granted. We call them the underground church. They are persecuted. But those, those, some, some of the testimonies that you get out of those places, uh, it's amazing. And it all started with one individual. A seed of a person. Underwood, uh, another person, Kerr Underwood, went to South Korea. And others with him. He was one of the pioneer missionaries. And as a result, I was just saying, sharing last week, South Korea is sending missionaries here to come and pray in the streets of America. One person. So the seed can be a person. Never count yourself out. Because sometimes you can look at your life and you say, what is the use of my life? What good can come out of my life? But I can assure you by the word of the living God, when your life is yielded to God, more fruit will come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. I said more fruit will come out in the name of the Lord Jesus. The seed can be a person. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see God taking your life and using it for his glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, I see God taking your life and using it for his glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Ah, he may be tormenting your mind. You may be going through challenges. You may be going through difficulties. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you come out, oh, like Job said, when he has tried me, when he has tested me, I will come out as gold. I see you coming out as gold. In the mighty name of Jesus, the difficulties, the things that you are confronted with right now, that seem like it will never change as you yield it to the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh my God, out of that test, out of that trial, a testimony will come. And as that testimony comes forth, it will be a blessing to so many others. My Lord, I sense His presence. The seed can be a person. The seed of your life, yielded to the Lord, can make all the difference. And then two, the seed is the preaching of the word of God. Because sometimes when the word of God is going forth, look at 8, 11, he says, he calls the seed of the word of God. Think about it. You are, you are here in church and you are, you've tuned in because of the value you have for the word of God. You are who you are because of the word of God. Your thought processes and, your, and the way you think and live your life is as a result of the seed of the word of God. If you are a Christian because of the seed of the word of God.
And if you are watching and you have never made Jesus the Lord of your life, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, this seed that is going forth has the power to transform your life. You can go from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light by the seed of the word of God. That's why I keep teaching and preaching. Because I know the difference it can make in your life. I've been on this road for a few years. A few years. A few years since my teenage years. <laughs> and I know the power of the seed of God's word. Some of the people that seemed that, that like they were so hardened. When I, I started preaching as a teenager. Like they would never change. You, like, like they describe Jesus. What good can come out of Nazareth? Some of them are pastors today because of the seed of God's word. The seed is the word of God. And as we plant it into our life, that is the secret to fruitfulness. That is the secret to living a fulfilled life. My Lord and my God. So the more you expose yourself to the word of God, the better off you are. The seed can be sometimes a message, a, a podcast you may listen to. We have a podcast, a book you read, or the Bible. Do you know why some nations are scared for the Bible to come there? <laughs> they believe that when the word of God got this, they will change. Something will happen here. So in fact, sometimes... Uh, those people believe in the Bible more than you do. Because they know that when the Bible comes there, this is a seed. It will transform the lives of people there. <laughs> and then four, you see, so don't discount the seed. Four, another seed is, is love. The love that you show to others is a seed. Your acts of kindness, your prayers of concern, um, the love that you show to others is a seed. I'm a blessed person. I just, I, I, I'm blessed. The love that I, we pour into the life of others is a seed. And then all of us, you see, all, everybody has 24 hours. Who, who has more than 24 hours <laughs> in a day? <laughs> so your time is a seed. Anybody has 26 hours? <laughs> you, have 20, you wish you had 26, but you don't. <laughs> your talent is a seed. The gift and abilities that God has blessed you is a seed. Sometimes it's so easy to take it for granted. But out of the talent that you are blessed with, it can make you fruitful. Your finances is a seed. What do you do with it? The, all these other ones. So, the reason, the number one reason why we must be fruitful is to fulfill our destiny the plan and the purpose of God for our lives when we live for God 
when we obey him and use what he's blessed us with, we are fulfilled. It's a natural thing. And notice he says, everyone must produce after, his own, after their own kind. It's a blessing when I see the seed of God's word that have been planted in the lives of people, and then they in turn produce after the same kind. They in turn lead others to the Lord. They in turn are praying for others. They in turn are being a blessing to others. I see God taking your life and using it for his glory in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the purpose. I think sometimes, let's go to the foundation. Sometimes it's so easy, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher, is to equip the people for the work of the ministry. That is God's plan and purpose. Notice what the Bible says. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, he says, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For what reason did he give them? What is the purpose? Look at this. For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. For the equipping of the saints for the work. For the equipping of the saints for the work. For the equipping of the saints for the work. For the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. If you are watching or if you were here last week and even on Wednesday, we said the saints are people of God. They are not people who died and gone to heaven. <laughs> so when you see the word saints in the Bible, don't let it throw you off. In Romans 1 7, he calls the people in the church saints. So for the equipping of you for the work. The truth of the matter is, we all have things that we are working on. But ultimately, when we get to heaven, the thing that will matter when we stand before God is the work that we have done for God. He says in Revelation chapter 14, verse 13, he says, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Their works follow them. Their works follow them. Their works follow them. So that's what I'm doing. The, the, all this ministry gift is to prepare, equip the saints for the work. And those work, that's what follows you. Key issue. <laughs> I pray when you stand before God on that day, you will not be spiritually bankrupt. You see, they rest from their labor. Their labor of fruitfulness. They rest from that, from that, and their works follow them. So if you are not laboring down here for God, there's a problem. But this morning, I'm looking at a company of people who are zealous for good works. He's using another term, zealous for good works. 
my friend Titus, let's go, let's go look at what, what Paul said to him. In Titus chapter 2, verse 11, he says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. To redeem us from every lawless deed. Those are some of the things that he, he, he listed up in verse 12. Denying ungodliness, worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. It's getting more ungodly, but thank God there is a company of people who have decided to live for God. In every generation you will find them, and thank God you are one of them. I said, thank God you are one of them. I said, thank God you are one of them. And while we are looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, he says that we are zealous for good works. We are zealous for good works. Zealous means great energy, enthusiasm. In pursuit of a cause or an objective. <laughs> Zealous, great energy. While we have this life. One time I was talking to someone and he said, you, you seem very focused. You are very focused. One of the things I did in high school and in college was, uh, especially when it came to math, uh, some people say they don't like math. It's all, it's all, it's all good. I mean, math is my favorite. <laughs> it was my favorite. <laughs> One of the reasons was I like those equations. Um, <laughs> I like those equations where you go through, I mean, a long process, and then when you finish, uh, one of the things I liked was put double lines underneath it, especially when I knew that I had the answer. Yeah. It means it can't be changed. Yeah. You can't change it. Yeah. One plus one is two. Right. <laughs> if I write uh, uh, some paper, uh, and some people is for them, but it wasn't for me. If you, uh, I went to a biology class, and the first class, they let us cut um, a lizard and wrote something about the lizard. I was like, no, this is unreal. If, we, <laughs> if I said, if I make the description of the lizard and give the paper to somebody, two people, they can give me different marks. I said, no way. When one plus one is two. So when I put it, when it's correct, it can't be changed. Yes. I like that because that, that, I'm, I'm controlling the thing. <laughs> anyway, no, but, but we, we need them. So it's, it's, every one of us, we are all wired differently, but that was me. But one of the things I did in my, I said all that to say this, was that I look at the examples. I studied the examples. 
I study, if there's a question here, I study the different, uh, different examples. And then, based on the examples, and I try to go through the steps to see how they got the final answer. So when it comes to, when it finally comes to the exam, because I've stated it in different angles, no matter how you twist it, I'll get the answer correct. But I started from the end. You see what I'm saying? So, that you, when, when you know, so I was talking about this person that said you are so focused. The reason is, I've studied the book and the back of the book and all throughout the book and I know what matters. So when I get to heaven, there will be no surprises. Because I've studied past questions, studied the lives of different people, and I know exactly what the past mark is when I get there. So I, there will be no surprises. Then you work your life that way. In the name of Jesus, when you get to heaven, there will be no surprises. I said when you get to heaven, there will be no surprises. I said when you get to heaven, there will be no surprises. Because you will have labored and lived your life for God. Why, Lord and my God. God is a good God. We are getting fed this morning. I'm happy. I'm just happy. When you live for God, you are blessed. And you are a blessing. Two, why must I be fruitful? It proves that you are a real child of God. The fact that there is a counterfeit dollar means that there is a real dollar. And you see, the more that you yield your life to the Lord, the more that you see his hand at work in your life. Notice what Jesus said, Matthew chapter 7, verse 20. He says, he, makes, he talks about this. He says, you will know them by their fruit. Therefore, by their fruit, you will know them. He was talking about false prophets in sheep's clothing, ravening wolves. And then he talks about good fruit. Verse 18 says, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor not can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit, you will know them. So by your fruit, we know that you are a true child of God. That's how we know. That's how we can tell. You see, everybody can pay lip service and talk. But when it comes to the real thing, it's the fruit that shows who you truly are. By the fruit, you will know them. How are we going to know that you are a Christian? By the fruit. It comes to a point where we have to examine ourselves. What kind of fruit am I producing? In 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, notice this. My Lord and my God. 2 Corinthians 
chapter 13, verse 5, he says, Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? So test. <laughs> my Lord and my God, that way Zelos has come back to me again. There is a new generation of people on the scene who are zealous for God, full of energy, full of enthusiasm for the Lord. Ah, oh, my Lord and my God, every generation has them, and in the name of the Lord Jesus, I see that you are one of those. We will have the last laugh in this day. We will do. Read the back of the book. It's there. Every generation, sometimes it will seem, oh, my Lord and my God, ah, that there is a wilderness. There is a dry season. But all of a sudden, a group of people emerge on the scene. Because we don't serve a dead God, we serve a living God. He is the same yesterday, He is the same today, and He is the same, will be the same tomorrow. He never changes. The Spirit of God is alive in the earth. The Spirit of God is moving all over the earth. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, He is looking for people that will yield themselves to Him. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I see a company of people on the scene. Ah, they are focused. They are, they are all about God. Zeal for good work. Oh my God, the presence of God is here. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I was born for such a time as this. I wouldn't have known what to do if I lived in the time of David. No, 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 no. I, I was for such a time as this. And you were born for such a time as this. I said you were born for such a time as this. I said you were born for such a time as this. Mordecai said to Esther, Who knows that you have come into the kingdom of God for such a time as this? This is our time. Saturday, this is our time. Saturday, this is our time. Saturday, this is our time. Three, it proves to be fruitful. Reasons why you must be fruitful. It proves that you are healthy. It proves that you are healthy. Notice 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. He says, but also for this reason, giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and are bound you will, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge 
of our Lord Jesus Christ. Key issue. You see, he says to, in addition to your faith, the faith that you have, there are certain things that need to be added to be fruitful. Thank you, Lord. He says, add something else. Diligence is one. You know, with all diligence, first thing is add virtue. And then two, Add knowledge. We all want to be fruitful. Then add self-control. My Lord, we can stay here for a very long time. I'm going to give this person a piece of my mind. <laughs> I really am going to give it to them. I'm done with all of this. Today is today. I'm really going to give them a piece of my mind. If you keep giving pieces of your mind, there might not be some left. <laughs> self-control. Exercise self-control. So add to your faith. Self-control. It, it may save that relationship. To self-control, perseverance. You see, anybody can give up. It's only, anybody can throw in the towel. But champions and people that win, people that overcome, are people that persevere. I see you overcoming in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see you persevering in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then he goes on to say, notice this, my Lord and my God, godliness. Godliness simply means living for God, living a godly lifestyle, live for God. Yield your life to the Lord. That's what makes all the difference. Brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. If these things are yours and abound, you will never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus. When we are healthy, we produce and we are a blessing to others. My Lord, where did the time go? Let's wrap up with this one. Four. Reasons, we are looking at reasons why you must be fruitful. Keys to fruitfulness. It shows that you have overcome the chokers. The chokers of the word of God. Now, in Mark chapter 4, verse 19, notice this. Mark 4, verse 19. It says, And the curse of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Choke the word. The curse of this world, those are the things that we have to deal with every day. You're a student. You have your books to think about. You are working. You have a job. You have your job to think about. 
you are married, you are single, you have kids. These are things, your finances, these are the cares of this world. And they can easily choke the word and make us unfruitful. Sometimes we get too busy for ourselves. But you see, always have a God-first mentality. Sometimes you have to look at the schedule and say, what needs to go away? When I was, I was talking about being in school and all these things, uh, the care of the world was the books. You better study or it's going gonna, it's gonna to be something else when you are sitting there. Because sometimes you see people sweating in the exam room. <laughs> but I found time. You see, the people that rise and the people that are fruitful are people that overcome the chokers of the word of God. I still found time to live and to work for God. You see, I could, I, and, and I still excel. Because they didn't know what to do with us. We were the, the, the brilliant students. Representing the college, the school in national quizzes and all that. So the people that are fruitful are the people that rise above the cares of the world. And don't let it choke the word. The deceitfulness of riches. And other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. If these things are bound in you, you will not be barren or unfruitful. The deceitfulness of riches. We need money down here. It's, a, it's just a medium of exchange. When inflation goes up, there's no problem. You just need more, more, more to have more money. If this item was sold at this price, and then now you go at this price, uh, there's a difference. If you have more money, you there's no issue. But you see that because of that, you can keep chasing money and chasing money, and you never arrive. We need more money to, I mean, for missions, build churches, all these things. The more that you have a God-centered approach, then all these things, they keep chasing after you. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great mystery. Let's notice this. In Genesis chapter 26, verse 17, it says, Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerah and dwelt there. And Isaac dug the wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which his father had called them. Also Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the headsmen of Gerah quarreled with Isaac's headsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Isaac. Because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sidna. And he moved from there and dug another well. And they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth 
because he said, for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. He kept struggling, going, going through tests, struggles, different things. They were struggling with him for his inheritance. They were struggling with him for what belongs to him. Sometimes that's what happens. The enemy struggles and, and fights over, with, over our inheritance. But the next break that he got, he says, now I have a little bit of breathing room, Rehoboth. Now that I have a little bit of breathing room, I'm going to be fruitful. I'm going to shift my mind. I'm going to shift my focus on being fruitful in the land. Oh my God. So, we have different things going on. You may be sick. As soon as God heals you, he said, I'm going to use my time for God. Having a financial crisis, the little breathing room that you have, are you just going to spend it more on yourself or you are going to think about others? Think about it. He still had fruitfulness on his mind despite the struggles, despite the test, despite the difficulty. The people that make it are the people that rise above that and focus on the big picture with the end in mind. If these things, he says, now, real word means spaciousness. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Anything in your life that hinders you from your fruitfulness, I decree and declare. Ah, may you gain command over that in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. But everybody, and no matter the stage that you are in, you can find room. Room for God. Room. Who else can I pray for? Who else can I minister to? Who else can I be a blessing to? How can I yield my talent to the Lord? How can I yield my time to the Lord? How can I yield my finances to the Lord? How can I yield my treasure to the Lord? How can I yield my life completely to the Lord? If these things are yours and abound, you will be fruitful. I found a little room now. I found a little room in the schedule. I found a little room here. I'm going to be fruitful. I see you being fruitful in Jesus' name. I said, I see you being fruitful in Jesus' name. I said, I see you being fruitful in Jesus' name. Through you, many others will come to know the Lord. As you yield your time, your treasure, your talent to God, through you, nations will be blessed. The Bible calls us the seed of Abraham. And he told Abraham, through your seed, nations will be blessed. If these things are yours and abound, you will not be buried, no unfruitful. Let's pray. 
Thank you, Lord. As we prepare our hearts for communion today, Jesus was the seed that was given on that day when he decided to give his life as one person. And now look at the billions of people all over the world that serve him. As we come to the communion table today, let's make a commitment of our lives to the Lord. He says in John chapter 12, verse 24, he says, Most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates, or the Amplified puts it this way, he, he, he who uh, does not cling to his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. Lord, even as you did, Lord Jesus, you did not abide alone. But you yielded your life as a seed. As we come to this communion table, Lord, I yield my life as a seed. Let me produce much. Let me be fruitful. He said, I come seeking fruit every year. He comes seeking fruit. In Luke chapter 13 verse 6. He came seeking fruit. Fruitfulness is God's plan for your life. He comes seeking fruit. Lord, as we come to this communion table, I do not want to abide alone. I want to take others with me to heaven. Whatever I'm doing in life, I will make room for you. Let's make a fresh commitment and dedication of our lives to the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we pray over this bread and this juice this morning as we partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. We pray, O oh God, Thank you that the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Thank you that your body was broken that we might be made whole. Lord, I pray for anyone experiencing brokenness, Lord. In any area of our lives where we are not whole, you make us whole. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, may our lives glorify you. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. 
Let's partake of his body this morning in Jesus' name. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of him. Let's partake this morning in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 